This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Folks, joining us once again on Media Matters, we've not talked to him in some time, and we should get back to talking to him even more. All the incredible work that he and Media Matters continue to do in terms of exposing misinformation. Matter of fact, for disinformation, Media Matters was doing this work before disinformation and misinformation were popular terms, and we're thankful for that. We're happy to have with us senior fellow from Media Matters, Matt Gertz. Matt, welcome back to Make It Plain. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? Just fine. It's a pleasure to, um, to have you. The, we can, the work you all have always done has often been enlightening to a lot of people. But what, is, what has been happening of late is the right wing's defense of Trump, the right wing's attacks on law enforcement, which heretofore they're always presenting as if they are the greatest supporters of law enforcement. All of these things are really revealing just how contradictory they are, even amongst their own followers, and just how much they're flailing in the midst of Donald Trump being held accountable. I think that's right, yes. At this point, the Republican Party really is a personality cult in which Donald Trump is the central figure. The only thing that matters is whether you are loyal to him personally, and that determines how high you rise in the party or whether you are cast out from it as with Representative Liz Cheney just a few weeks ago. And so what we're seeing here, as we've seen for the last five years or so, there's an exit ramp that presents itself to the Republican Party. In this case, it was 
the FD, FBI serving a search warrant at former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence and resort. When that happened, everyone in the Republican Party, in the right-wing media, had an opportunity to wait, to do nothing, to find out what exactly this was all about. And instead, what they did was they immediately and reflexively uh, defended the former president using the most inflammatory language possible. They presented this as an attack not only on him, but on all of his voters. And what we've seen since then is that was a very poor decision to make because every piece of information that's come out about that, that search has indicated that it is part of a very serious investigation in which there really are no good explanations for what Donald Trump was up to. He was hoarding hundreds of classified documents which don't belong to him, which belong to the American public. His resort, which has been the subject of numerous counterintelligence efforts in which foreign agents try to access it. And this is, at best, a case of unbelievable lack of interest in what you're supposed to do as a public figure, even with, without having deeper information about what, whether there was something he might have been trying to do with the documents. He's not supposed to have them. This is not, this is pretty basic stuff. But they can't admit, the Republicans, the right-wing media, that Donald Trump did something wrong because that would undermine their entire political effort for the last several years. And do we have any way of knowing, though, because this is one place where the contradictions abound, and it seems like the more they try to make up things to defend him, something else is still coming out every day. I wonder, do you have any sense whether or not the mistakes they've made in trying to defend him even hastily. Do you have any sense of whether or not that's as effective as it normally would have been? It, it used to be, you see a lot of these things and the followers would just go along with it. Are we seeing any cracks in that? Are we able to discern? Is Media Matters able to discern whether there are any cracks in that, uh, in that armor amongst the followers? So I, I think the reality is that the right has been very effective in creating a bubble uh, around its supporters. I think they overwhelmingly consume right-wing media exclusively. And so it's very difficult for information to penetrate that bubble, except when people on the right are talking about it and how they decide to talk about it. So here and there, I think you are seeing some people speaking out and at least saying, it seems like there's something really weird going on here. Maybe this should be of concern. But that tends to get framed in a way that still suggests that a major problem is what's happening on the left. So I'll give you an example. So Andy, Andrew McCarthy is a right-wing legal pundit. He's in the highbrow wing of the Republican Party. 
He writes for National Review. He's a Fox contributor. And so his initial take uh, when this happened was that it was probably the FBI responding to pressure from Democrats to indict Donald Trump. And so it was a, a politically partisan exercise. But now as more information has come out, including through the release of the search warrant, which detailed sort of the categories of information that they were looking for and some more of the backstory, he's taken on a new tack. Now he thinks that there really is something here. In fact, it is so obvious that there is something wrong here that if the, if the DOJ were to decide not to prosecute Donald Trump, then that would be partisan because that would indicate that they want a weakened Donald Trump to run for president so that Joe Biden can defeat him. It's really a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation in which an indictment of Donald Trump would be taken from some on the right as proof that Biden is trying to keep Donald Trump off the playing field for the election. Whereas if they don't decide to indict Donald Trump, there's another faction of the right that's going to come out and say, that's the partisan activity. And so, Matt, they've created, the Republicans and right-wing media have created the perfect storm. What Trump did during the election, he started out early saying, it was going to be stolen to set up the foil that if he lost, they would have already put that out there. So it's the same with this, as you described, if he's indicted, he's being targeted. If he's not indicted, it was something made up to hobble him. They have perfected that catch 22, haven't they? Yeah. I think it comes from a long experience with figuring out how to make excuses for the inexcusable things that Donald Trump does. There's always a lot of goalpost moving. There's always a lot of these sorts of catch-22s. They are very good at at least keeping their audience, keeping their supporters in the box, so to speak, and focused on the grievances they all have with Democrats and the left. Yeah, yeah. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I was speaking with another guest about how they almost have to flail. They don't have anything else to do. They don't have this election season. A Honduran caravan to make up. They haven't tried. CRT, we know what happened the last go round in the Virginia election. So they really don't have anything. and. I guess they have to use Mar-a-Lago as some reason or another to try to gin up the base and get people out. I just don't know that it's going to work. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a tough scenario to try to get Trump's base voters to come out to vote for other people on the grounds that somehow it will have some impact on Trump himself. I mean, he's out there trying to 
make that case to some extent out on the stump for various Republican candidates. He doesn't have a great record in midterms himself of getting those voters to the polls. And so that, I think, could cause some trouble for Republicans. Now, you say there's no caravan, and there isn't one yet. There's still time (laughs) to, to gin up whatever closing argument conspiracy theory that everyone at Fox will be talking about. And I, I expect they'll come up with something. They always do. Every election cycle, there's some big fake scandal that they claim is changing everything and shows that you have to vote for Republicans. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes this time. You've also just most recently written about what's going on at CNN. I know we focus a lot on Fox. What is happening at CNN? Are they trying to I guess, tamp down criticism from the right or, or have more? What exactly are they doing over there? Yeah, I think it's really hard to tell, honestly. It's a difficult thing to try to figure out, in part because the statements coming out of CNN's new leadership, Chris Licht took it over earlier this year, have been a problem. I mean, there's a lot of discussion of the need to tamp down partisanship, and to become more neutral, but little sense, I think, of what that means in practice when one of the two political parties is, as CNN has reported, engaged in a sort of anti-democratic effort and backed what was very obviously a a coup attempt after uh, the 2020 election. And so how one remains neutral there, it's hard to figure. Now, what we're seeing is while the new executives aren't saying much to CNN's staffers about what they should be doing or what they should change, they are demonstrating what they want to happen by firing people like Brian Stelter and John Harwood and then putting out in the press that the reason that they were gotten rid of is because they were seen as too anti-Trump and to anti-Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I think, sends a very clear message to CNN staff that they should be avoiding too much criticism of the right and maybe amp up their criticism of the left. And I think we're starting to see that play out over the last week or so in some fairly high-profile instances in which major CNN figures started talking about how terrible Joe Biden's speech was at Independence Hall. Yeah. Breonna Keller, you cite her as an example. How much of that do you think is coming, if any, from advertisers? I don't know. I know that Chris Licht has claimed to advertisers that they're trying to broaden the audience by being less partisan. I think it's clear that CNN's audience, like that of lots of mainstream outlets, has declined somewhat since the 20 election. But I think the idea that you're going to somehow make up for that by chasing Fox News viewers and trying to bring them over to CNN, I think, reflects a sort of total misunderstanding of what the modern media environment is like. We have a bifurcated media ecosystem in which 
conservatives get their news from explicitly partisan outlets like Fox News, and everybody else gets their news from mainstream and left-leaning outlets like CNN. And so to you are much more likely, I think, to scare off some of your current viewers and send them looking for news from other mainstream outlets than you are to pull over viewers right. uh, from the right-wing ecosystem. I just don't think that's going to work. Very profound point. CNN has been trying to do that for years, trying to peel off some of their Fox. But Fox people aren't going to leave Fox. That's just yeah, not, I mean, that's not happening. There's <laughs> this idea that Chris Licht is doing, it has some sort of grand new vision that's uh, somehow different from the past. But basically what we're hearing is they want more Republicans and conservatives on CNN. They want a little less explicit partisanship as they see it from the staff. They want less criticism of Democrat, less criticism of Republicans, more criticism of Democrats, these right. false equivalents. It basically sounds like the CNN of 2015 and 2016 when the network hired a bunch of Trump supporters and you know, were big on false equivalences between Trump and Hillary Clinton. And we saw where that led to Donald Trump in the White House for four years. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. A topic that we've discussed over the years about CNN and them flirting with right-wing viewers, a topic that we discuss quite frequently, ladies and gentlemen, with our dear departed friend, uh, Eric Bowler, and we've also discussed it with Matt. Matt and I were just talking off mic about Eric. Matt worked with him uh, over at least an eight-year period. And so talking to Media Matters, talking to Matt, brings back fond memories of our friend Eric Bowler. And so I just wanted to lift his name up as we go. We invite all of you to always follow MediaMatters.org so that you're clear on what you're seeing. The misinformation is out there. And also follow Senior fellow Matt Gertz. He's also got a piece out on Tucker Carlson and obviously the great work that Media Matters and Angelo Angelo Carasone have done. This is one of the reasons Fox doesn't even have any real advertisers anymore. So we got to keep exposing that. Matt Gertz, Senior Fellow, MediaMatters.org. Matt, thank you, buddy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.